a few words on the practice of uh, metta in one form uh, or the other. Maybe just a spontaneous, uh, um, spontaneously, uh, spontaneous uh, gratitude. Um, when the mind becomes uh, quiet, sometimes it's gets hard to put wor- to get the right side of the brain <laughs> to create sentences that are <laughs> make sense <laughs> it doesn't want to think so much um, so sorry about this I'll get I'll get there <laughs> clearly um, so um, yeah just uh, appreciating the practice as we were just um, you know, doing the walking and sitting here now. Um, yeah, I'm amazed that there is this this uh, possibility to actually check the mind in real time while it's happening, while it's misbehaving, <laughs> or <laughs> while it's on track with, uh, you know, what we could call health, health, a healthy mind, you know. And uh, that there's this technique to pay real attention, and then whoops, you find out that whoop, it tricked you in some of its fashions, uh, if that's a way to say it. And the capacity, uh, I don't think it was like this for me a number of years ago. I, like, so this, uh, the, the, uh, this word freedom look, looked like a grandiose idea that uh, but now it's much more. Uh, it means something, something uh, immediately. It seems because uh, a lot of the time, not all of the time, at all. But a lot of the time, I'm surprised how many times, if I see the mind going in the wrong direction, wrong direction, me meaning uh, not being helpful for itself, like creating suffering for itself, or eventually for somebody else. And uh, if there is that factor of mindfulness, of attention, or caring about what's happening, suddenly there can be, there's a choice. So before I was not free, huh? it would just take off, and it still does, but a lot, lot, lot less. And so it, it, tracking a little bit, get lost, and it's taking a tangent, you know, like, it will, direction, you know, suddenly there's like, becoming aware of it. I'm not... Uh, entranced suddenly there's a waking up to okay this is the direction and a choice is possible I cannot believe this before there was not a choice and still many times there isn't because impatience flares up you know and that's gonna it's gonna have its wave and wait you know for a little while but when I'm actually in a setup like this and you know I'm, I'm not coming in the middle of a crisis so of course that gives me a you know a advantage <laughs> in a way you know but still uh, so it's it's amazing to see just in walking how many times the mind will depart in la la land in somewhere else and you know it will feel something create an idea about it and then three or four thoughts later not freedom not free it was having its own life you know but the moment of waking up suddenly ah, then there's a moment of freedom or choice I can choose is that the direct direction I want to go in and what touches me uh, these days is how not alive not uh, awake or alive I am when I'm Do you see what I mean? Like I'm gone. Like I'm, I'm following thoughts. They took me. And if they're going into, you know, hopelessness or despair, I'm just going to follow because I don't know better. You know, like it's the only thing I know is to follow. Kind of fascination is my way of living. I'm just fascinated by my thoughts, you know. Any, any one of them, you know, they seem really important and worthy and worthy of being followed, you know. And I'm learning in this practice to actually wake up. Hold on. Is that really the, the direction we want to take? You know? 
before I didn't know. I thought it was reality. My thoughts were reality. So I'd be like, what choice do you have with reality? You just follow reality. And now I'm becoming aware that it's actually not reality. It's a made-up word, worlds. And that actually I can wake up in the trance, in the mirage, in the, you know? And it's, it's not what it's proposing or suggesting or offering or perceiving. It's not exactly that. And then there can be that... Um, exactly this, the benevolence, the, the care, the, the compassion. Like if I find that I oh, it took a wrong curve, you know, still walking in a straight line, but I'm somewhere else, you know. There, over there, where it's not going to work out, you know. And then I can, uh, suddenly this place of uh, choice or the possibility opens up. Hey, why not choose compassion, care? This being is disturbed right now, has been taken on a ride, you know, down into the underworld. In one breath, two breaths, suddenly in the land of the dead. You know, you know. And uh, and then there's a choice. It's to me, it's amazing that I think the word liberation seems the right word for me, from my point of view. Wow, I'm liberated. I really thought I was in that world of the dead, you know, underworld, whatever it's the imagery, the symbol would be here. And suddenly, no, I can actually be in the world of care. And I'm reborn, maybe, that would be one way to, suddenly, wow, no, I'm, I'm choosing to inhabit a world of care. You know, it doesn't solve everything in my life and all my relationships and what's going to happen, no, but it, somehow it changes a lot. Suddenly there's, oh, this care, there's, something is emanating or... Yeah, maybe that's how it feels, that this can produce... It's words, but the felt sense is definitely there, really there. Uh, the accompanying, the friendliness, all the words uh, that I've been using in the last uh, 12 hours or so. And so that's what we're learning to do here, and we're doing it, um, it's not like in a general kind of way, like, oh, I should be more caring. You know, and I find out I'm not so so much. <laughs> here, it, I appreciate the fact that it becomes very moment to moment, very, uh, it's very precise work. Huh? It's here now, like here now. So it's not so much like the Facebook kind of... Uh, quotation, you know. Be here now, you know, with somebody jump youthful, often white, you know, uh, with some, you can define the social economic class because they have trendy clothes, you know, and they're jumping, and they have friends, they're not alone. you You know. And this kind of is empty. You know, it gives you a hit of something, but it doesn't carry. And so that's why we, we come here. We're going to put a few hours into this to become really precise. Hold on, what am I doing here right now with this mind? What is this mind up to? And of course, we can't add judgment, because <coughs> then we're training just more of the same. You know? And there's an understanding, I think, also that comes maybe with practice that uh, the situation is not my fault, you know. But there is here something that can be done. Karma is here now, in the sense of, uh, in the, it seems like the more uh, real sense of karma of uh, what am I doing here now? What I'm doing here now is going to have an impact later. We could call it neuroplasticity also. They're synonyms. Karma, neuroplasticity. (laughs) (laughs) It means we're rewiring the brain. Here now, 
but it's not just an investment in here now. It's uh, it, you know, it's not just punctual or uh, I don't know if that works in English, but it's uh, it's an investment. But yeah, it's it's going to have an effect later because that's what we're actually training. And we come to this uh, kind of laboratory here, where you know the, the whole form is for us to be able to attend to this, and it's not easy. You know, it's kind of a fine little, uh, manipulation. I don't know if it's the right word, but whoops, it, you know, it slips from your hands all the time. You know, and but we keep going. We keep going, and we support each other in this. There was something else I wanted to say about the form, but it slipped my mind. You know, I I remember going to retreat uh, one time. I was going to a retreat, and in the form, like you filled as you arrived, I think the first question above the uh, below the name, address, and things like this was, uh, "Why do you want to be here? Why do you come on retreat?" And I remember writing because nobody else will do this for me. You know, like <coughs> the, I have no choice. You know, I, this is why I come here because I have no choice. Nobody else can do this for me. I have to sit my ass <laughs> on that chair or cushion and attend to my mind. This is like kind of basic hygiene, you know, so that I don't stink for myself and to others, you know, in a way, you know. And so, and it's not easy, but I'm not doing it here because oh, it's so pleasant. But, well, yeah, food was good at lunch, you know, and. There was a little nap, got squeezed in there somewhere, you know, and sometimes the air is fresh, and, you know. But it's not w- why I'm here, not for pleasure, you know. For pleasure, I, there's other options, you know. They're not even that satisfying because my mind is there. <laughs> you know, I'm stuck with myself <laughs> over there too. But uh, so I come here to actually do this work. It's, uh, seems like uh, important it's actually in the tradition it says that this is noble work not just essential work but noble it's a noble like a worthy way to spend one's uh, time lifetime uh, you know resources uh, etc so one causes less harm for oneself and others it doesn't fix the world everything but maybe we're going to contribute to our own life and the life of others uh, in, in a way that's going to be a little bit less uh, unconscious, less, uh, you know, haphazard or deluded. And yeah, I'm surprised by the the difference when there is this quality of, um, maybe I'll call it compassion now, because it's often when, when uh, no, there's many colors, so compassion is particularly when it's difficult. I didn't have that before. When it was difficult, I was suffering. Period. You know, intensely or not, and now there's this of feel that appeared with practice of care it uh, I don't know if it's a buffer on everything or if it's a holding of things but I would I think it's probably the most valuable thing that I have in life that it's there and it's becoming more of a friend and um, best friend meaning that it's uh, it's there, it shows up. You know, it's not like, oh my God, I wish this was here, I've felt this in 79. <laughs> it's not like this, it's, it's, uh, it's more and more available. This quality is called the immeasurable, it's one of the immeasurables. And uh, so the Buddha apparently was teaching 
it's an immeasurable quality because you cannot fathom, measure the depth, the possible depth of that quality. You cannot actually count. It's not possible to know, count the number of beings that can be held within this care. It's amazing. Like it's limitless. It doesn't have an end number. You know, I can care for 299 people. You know, it's not that that can be that wide that actually it doesn't have a limit. It can be. So I'm developing, I'm, I'm, I'm going through, I not, I'm also fascinated about myself, like many of us, you know, but it's not <laughs> this way I hope I'm using it this time. It's, uh, I'm using this as uh, one example of how this practice unfolds. You know, it's, it's not personal. But because there's been in this being a few hours put, and some have put a lot more hours, and some, some are much more... Uh, efficient in their development maybe but I'm amazed that in this being there's this capacity to accompany itself and uh, I, and that has been developed you know because of the instructions from the teachers because of the hours put in it's conditional it's not grace it's not it's, it didn't function like this in this case and the teaching says it's not It might be grace in some of the cases, you know, but this is, there's here there's a pedagogy or it's developmental. It's really taught like this. There is a path. It's not like, hey, I hope you win. You know, the compassion lottery, and it lands on you. you know? I remember a few years ago, I was at, um, at the Insight Meditation Society in Massachusetts, and... Uh, There was a retreat for neurologists and the likes. And so there was a hundred people sitting the retreat for a week, and they were all uh, brains. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, actually the teachers, I have to say the teachers uh, were, uh, I was visiting, I think, Or arriving for a retreat that was going to start after something. Anyway, I was not on a retreat. I was just arriving towards the end of that retreat. And I was talking to my teachers. And they were saying, oh, we love teaching these people. Because, you know, you give them an instruction and they follow it. Because they're used to the scientific model. You know? <laughs> so they're not like, oh, yeah, you said to walk back and forth. But I decided to go in the woods. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you gave the instructions about the sentences. But I decided I would do <laughs> but it doesn't work why doesn't it work <laughs> well you didn't do the form physically you didn't do the form mentally and now you're not happy it's not working <laughs> okay so let's review and they were saying like wow that's amazing you tell these people this is how you do this they go they do it and then they report <laughs> you know on what was the instructions this is so satisfying <laughs> I said, ah, oh, you just have to go teach in Switzerland. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Switzerland, you tell them. <laughs> I'm laughing and I'm, I'm appreciating this. And it's, uh, it's a general statement. You know, I'm just playing here. But uh, it's true. It, it, there's part of it that it's true. Because in Switzerland, you see, let's be back here, you know, 4.30. At 4.30... There's not one last person that comes in for <laughs> everybody's sitting. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they were reporting this, but uh, all this to say, we'll get there. <laughs> might not even be important, but it's also entertainment <laughs> time. You know, you've been working hard, you deserve a break. Um, but I was talking to... Um, anyway, I come in the middle of a lunch and uh, some of the... These neurologists are there eating and uh, at the end of the retreat, and, ah, ah, and they're all this discovery. And I said, so what actually have you discovered? Like, what is it you discovered? And so one of them, I can't remember his name, a French uh, guy, he said that we have uh, discovered that compassion can be developed. And I was like, oh... Great. <laughs> 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 you just discovered this. Like, uh, 
and they, you know, like that's two thousand six hundred years. <laughs> the Buddha was saying, you know, these qualities of mind, such as compassion and care and stability and curiosity, and all these very very wholesome qualities of mind are are developable. You know, and uh, so this person was saying, yeah, but actually we like we located it in the in the brain. You know, we we saw like the neuroplast how the brain either shape or connections are transformed, you know, so it's exciting because science is now catching up, <laughs> you know, and science is being the religion that we have these days. It's one of the ways to present it, I think, you know, just gave it seal of approval. We've proven that it's true. And uh, something that uh, here, it's another kind of science, it's a science, it's a first person uh, kind of uh, experiment. By the way, at the end of the retreat, also the scientists were saying, my God, that's the edge of science now. It's not like third person, like you put people in MRI and CAT scan and you actually can study this thing firsthand, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> you know, and it's valid, but you might find this, you're, you're going to taste it, and know it for yourself as the Buddha was putting it. So that's what we're doing here. So I hope it's okay to be a little playful with science, which I totally trust. <laughs> Have you heard about the experience of this, the dead salmon? I went to check it out because I heard about it, but I, I was not sure, but I found that they put the dead salmon in the MRI or CAT scan you know, and, and uh, recorded its brain activity. And then they took the salmon out and they showed it, uh, I don't know, pictures, uh, disturbing pictures, and put it in back in the MRI, and the activity was very different after. <laughs> I don't know if they could replicate the same. Uh, <laughs> So it can be developed. So here we're in this laboratory and we're playing with this, we're exploring this and how it evades or how it can be nurtured, invited, maintained, uh, uh, etc. And uh, we can also, it goes from uh, being ideas and practices we hear about uh, the idea is that we start to, I'm going to use this term, I think, in a beneficial way, in, the, in, a, in, a, in another sense that it's used these days. We start to appropriate this thing, uh, to own it. It means that we start to taste what it means. What it means when I hear, like, when you say, oh, when you're caught in your mind, or, and then we, when you're lust, or when you're, there's a presence, when there's kindness, intimacy, like a real presence to the feet lending. And when you're actually, oh my God, I wasn't absolutely not there while the feet was kind of flying, moving through the air. You know, I, I wasn't there. I can't say that I was actually alive then. Like, I was somewhere, I don't know where. And you, you have the felt sense of this. Wow, there was absence. And now there is connection. What is the difference? You know? And uh, the way of... Um, having a feeling pain, either, you know, inner emotional pain or physical pain, and wanting it to disappear, hating it, fearing it, like that kind of a relationship with difficult, you know, like, no, don't want to, you know, uh, despising or, or resenting or, or uh, contracting or collapsing, all these, and we, we start to know these different ways to meet, and then we suddenly we have a real hit, felt sense of what it is to actually allow something that seemed either unwanted or even maybe unbearable 
allowing and we have a moment of allowing you know it's not that we decided it's not a question of will uh, it's it's trying it's creating slowly the conditions and then allowing happens or acceptance not for the rest of my life but for now it hurts and the kind of turning towards instead of turning away or shying away or you know all the things we do a turning towards and then maybe even embracing for a second if it's the right size of discomfort uh, you know a kind of allowing or even embracing or maybe loving this thing oh my god this thing hurts so much <gasps> this heart stretch or broken or Dishiri in French is the word that comes. Wow, and feeling it for real, not with like ah, you know, but really turning towards it when the conditions are right, and uh, holding it, and suddenly, how amazing! I don't need something else. How amazing is that? There's something broken but there's an equivalent amount of capacity to meet it. Wow. And then there's this maybe quality of what we call equanimity. It's a stability, a balance, equal, equilibrium. Wow. Yes. It didn't work out. I can consider it right now. Now. Before it was unacceptable, but now can consider it didn't work out, or it might not work out. Oh, I don't need for it to have been otherwise or be secure. You know, I can be with uncertainty of the future or brokenness of the past. You know. Oh my God. Oh, I know this for myself. It's not a word now, equanimity or acceptance. It's not it's not an idea. It's the path, but not the path. The path I'm it's my life becomes the path. Yeah. And so this is the field we're playing in, you know. And we could take something pleasant. This habitual way that uh, if something is pleasant Love it here. I'm going to come to retreats every year now. And I'm going to do two a year. And, you know, whatever it is, you know, like, oh, these, uh, these uh, roasted vegetables, <laughs> you know, they're not dry. I want roasted vegetable like this forever now, <laughs> you know. And developing a capacity to actually feel beauty, feel, be touched by it without clamping grasping, clinging, you know, to allow, and then tasting this for ourselves. Wow, look at that. The mind was able to be washed, body, mind, heart, be washed by beauty, like washed through by beauty, and it didn't, you know, didn't lead to fear. Want to keep? Have to keep? We'll lose, you know. It just allowed it to go through. How amazing is that? Whoa. Now it's vanished. It's okay. Tender, tender. Or with the neutral. You know? When usually when usually there's not nothing much outstanding, I freak out. And maybe part of the day was that, you know. My God, there's nothing happening, my, you know. I don't want to just walk back and forth, want to run, <laughs> in town, away, <laughs> you know. And now learning that I can actually be with something that is neutral, not pleasant nor unpleasant. And I'm not losing ground or it's not leading to doubt, you know, something's wrong, not, you know, or agitation that I can actually allow, not much to be happening. And that there can be this freedom again, peace within this. So this is, this is what we're practicing here. We're 
we're exploring this, we're finding our way into this. And after we're going to go back home and have uh, impressions from that. Oh yeah, I know there's another way to hold this. You know, I can actually be with this, not much. Or appearing as not much. Or intense, I know intense. I've sat that retreat. You know, I know intense, this body can allow intense to wash through. You know, I don't want to make it um, utopic, like uh, utopia. You know, it's as I said. I think last evening, it's much more messy than that. So this. So we learn to bring these. Um, I don't know. In a cold weather like this, you could say these qualities have warmth to them. Or sometimes they're uh, described as, uh, uh, you know, f- fluids. They they bring fluidity in the in the heart, in the psyche, in the body, in the relationships, in the community. Yeah. Um, Winnie uh, Nazarko, one of the teachers in this tradition that I like a lot, um, she does this exercise sometimes, and we could try it a little bit. She, so. Um, just feel feel your 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 body, mind, heart, you, yourself being here. You know, so come back to this. Maybe you have to bend in this a little bit for ideas. You know, so, so feeling that, and, and see if there's possibility to bring in the field there. However, it makes sense to you some some friendliness, some warmth, some. Uh, Kindness, benevolence. If just here now, in this heart and body, there is a little of a goodwill. Goodwill. How it feels. And if you imagine um, removing it completely, no goodwill whatsoever, just ill will violence in there, abuse, you know, no warmth, just the imagining it, just the naming it, what does it intuitively, like on the felt sense, feels right, like a right way to live or not, you know. Now if you want to imagine this, imagine uh, a relationship somewhere, any relationship you have, somebody you, a friend or family member that you enjoy. And so think of this relationship infusing, inviting in, in, in the relationship from both hands, just as a little bit of care, concern, wish of well-being for self and other in the relationship. How suddenly pliable, maybe manageable things seem, or possible, and even beautiful. And in the same relationship, same person there, remove any idea of uh, wishing well for the other or for oneself. In the relationship, remove, uh, just, just put in there whatever you are the little daily cruelty we can have, cold shoulder, uh, all these things, you know. And we can do this the same with community, like here, us, you know, us being together with just a little bit of goodwill, just a little bit of care for each other as we go in and out of the coke room, you know, how this makes everything fluid or a little bit more fluid at least. And then remove this, put just harshness and acquiring, getting my boots and my coat, you know, and nothing else in there. How hard it becomes to just do small things like be in line for food or get your mittens. And so, that's a little uh, reflection. In the teaching, it says that uh, there's three ways to uh, work with these qualities of the heart. 
One way is to reflect on them, even daily, reflect on them. So the advantages, a classic reflection would be the advantages of uh, friendliness, benevolence, or compassion. How it helps, like we just did. How it helps in my life, in my relationships, in my community. How it could help. There was some so reflecting with words, thoughts, images, you know, and uh, you know, classic would be reflecting on the dangers of uh, uh, hatred. How and there's lists, huh? the classic lists written maybe a thousand years ago or something. It's amazing how it doesn't change. How in hatred, you might not see anymore what is true and what is untrue. Do you recognize this? You always want to hurt me. Always, you know, uh, you know, you wanted to hurt me. When later I might find out that actually that was not the intention. You know, it was, you know how uh, hatred can lead to actions that will have really bad consequences for me and others. Even we don't know. It says in that particular text, in that particular list, that we might lose sight of what is legal and illegal. It's totally true, no? In great anger and hatred, I could do something that is illegal, easily. You know? The same way that I could do this in greed. You know? And so, um, so the teaching says, reflect on this daily. You know? take, take a couple of minutes to reflect on that. There's many things we're invited to reflect on daily in this, uh, on this path. You know? Reflect daily on, uh, on, uh, on death. You know, that we actually don't know when it's going to come. But that we know it's going to come. You know. It helps make choices about life. So reflecting on the, on the benevolence, presence, absence of benevolence, etc. Spending a little time. Then uh, meditate on it. This is a, but we're doing, a, I think, the three here. The three that I'm going to name, uh, that's, that's what we're doing here. So reflecting, meditating on it. It means meditating means it's not ideas about stuff. Meditating is felt sense. That's what it means. It means becoming acquainted, not reflecting on the absence and the presence, but feeling in real time the presence and absence. And this is the instructions of the Buddha. He's not saying like be loving all <coughs> the time. In some of the instructions, anyway, is really clear. When the mind is uh, as kindness in it, notice the mind or heart or system has kindness in it. When it's absent, notice, become conscious of its absence. Don't become judgmental. Just be, ah, wow, it's not here. No. Here is kind of rigid, judgmental mind, you know. This is what I want. This is how it should be, you know. And so become aware, feel, feel it. That's meditation. So here we're feeling, you know, we're through the saying the sentences or trying to bring care to anything we're doing, we will notice the presence and absence of it. So become uh, more knowledgeable, but in a felt way, an insightful way, intuitive, uh, embodied way. And then the last uh, uh, way to um, develop, cultivate, quality of benevolence <coughs> or any quality we want to develop is to uh, have it be part of our uh, speech and action. Have it, it inform as the guidelines, you could say, uh, in our actions. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, act in this way, speak in this way, ex- try it in, in, uh, in action. And so these are three ways to develop. It's, I think it's good information. No? Say, okay, I actually am recognizing maybe, maybe not. But if you are recognizing there's something about it, maybe that's more at the end of the weekend. Or, or you, know, you know, that this has value. Uh, and that's what's happening also here. Is a, there's a, a system of value. Is, uh, is, that's what we call the path, I think practice. That's one way to describe it is the value system is changing. 
not the value we say we have, but the value we embody. So we're clarifying the view, what values we have, but we also learn to live accordingly, you know, to be in integrity with the value. And so this value changes. Maybe dominant culture is telling us what as value is to be this or that, you know. And we come here and we're actually clarifying. Is it really to be ahead or to acquire or to be hit or I don't know what, you know. But really, do I want a place in front here, you know. Soaked in misery so many hours with the, you know, I... I'm noticing that it's not about the right clothes. Because <laughs> I, I have the right clothes. <laughs> I'm still miserable. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know. You know, it's not just, uh, you know, I wanted to be on retreat. It was a general idea. But I am on retreat. I'm still miserable. But there's something else, you know. It's how I'm attending to the pres- to present time. Counts a lot. You know. <coughs> something like this. So we're, values are switching. So we're going to give airtime to these values. We're going to learn to actually uh, live them. That's what we're practicing. That's uh, the words of the Buddha, what you reflect upon um, (coughs) frequently. He didn't say that in English, but that's the translation. What you reflect upon uh, uh, frequently will become who you are, will become what your mind will be made of. It's quite amazing. So there is something about, uh, you know, capacity to create one's world uh, from the inside. And I'm not saying that there's not all the things playing out, you know, of social injustice and, and, you know, like, that's just, like, I'm not talking about, like, you can be who you want, you know, and, and uh, this is not the secret. Here. You know, it's not, it's not that, uh, you know, there's a lot going on outside, you know, we don't have a control over everything, but we do have the capacity to create, uh, inhabit some inner world, you know, that uh, that will support us uh, in in samsara, what we call samsara, a world where you know we we don't we don't control things, you know, uncertain and unstable in some ways. All of this, all of these qualities are developed from within our lives. You know, like it's not. I don't know what's the word in um, in English for plucky, like to put on top. Like we might have an idea of the path. You know, when it's like this, like you know, but it's it's the path emerges from our life. You know, from you know. Sometimes we think, oh, if my life was like this, like, you know, it would be easier to practice. That's not the path. It's a made-up story. You know, the path is uh, emerging from the circumstances we're in, from these exact kind of circumstances. Um, I was talking, I think, in one of the groups this week about um, uh, Zenju Earthen Manuel, uh, who's somebody I'm referring to. Like I was reading her poem yesterday, and uh, and she was describing this really well about. Uh, I mean, in the imagery way and in a in an exact um, in a life situation way, and she she was saying like how she might have uh, you know consciously and unconsciously spent a lot of her life trying to avoid being homeless in some way, you know, um, be, you know because of the discomfort in it, and I mean all the difficulties of it, but also the humiliation in it and talks really well about it 
And she said that in her life path it happened a few times, you know, that there were circumstances. And she said the, the last time was suddenly there was mold discovered in her either apartment or house, you know, and she, suddenly she she couldn't live where she she lived, you know. She suddenly she was, you know, without a home, with just her clothes and and uh, and she said that it seems like what I understood anyways that at the where she's at at in practice was the capacity to recognize this is the path you know I can want to avoid this and you know but I can also take it on this is what's happening you know and really this is what's happening and she said that, and then the image she uses is like you do everything not to kind of fall off the cliff or in the ditch or you know uh, and suddenly you do fall and she said you in the ditch you discover ground or you know maybe groundlessness but you discover <coughs> some tenderness that you didn't know existed you know some it's, you know the, the path is where you didn't want it to be or didn't expect it to be or feared it wouldn't certainly not be there or, you know so that's I don't know if it might be rearranging ideas we have about it, you know, but so it's another way to invite ourselves to be in the middle of our life the way it is right now, you know, in the middle of this world, the, in the crooked way it is right now, you know, made more crooked for some of us than for others, you know. And we're invited to wake up in that world, in that situation today in that body, that heart now, not another one later when it's fixed you know, but here, now so let's maybe sit just for a few moments here and uh, just allow what is there to be known Maybe I'll read a few poems that, to me, talk about um, metta. So this, this, this one you might know of um, St. Francis of the Sow. Is that the way we pronounce this? Sow? The, the pig? The lady pig? Sow? By Galway uh, Canal. The bud stands for all things, even for those things that don't flower. For everything flowers from within, of self-blessing. Though sometimes it is necessary to reteach a thing its loveliness, to put a hand on its brow of the flower and retell it in words and in touch, it is lovely until it flowers again from within of self-blessing, as St. Francis put his hand on the creased forehead of the sow and told her in words and in touch blessing of earth on the sow. And the sow began remembering all down her thick length from the earthen snout all the way through the fodder and slopes to the spiritual curve of her tail, from the hard spininess spiked out from the spine down through the great broken heart to the sheer blue milky dreaminess spurting and shuddering from the 14 tits into the 14 mouths sucking and blowing beneath them the long, perfect loveliness of the sound. And so that's what we're doing here. We're putting a hand, caress caressing the flower and retelling it, telling it in words and in touch its loveliness. 
it can uh, flower, blossom from within. Self-blessing. And a short little uh, thing from uh, Mary Oliver here. She says, Clearly, I am not needed. Yet, I feel myself turning into something of inexplicable value. Clearly, I am not needed. Yet, I feel myself turning into something of inexplicable value. And uh, she says also, and I take this as instruction for meditation, for the practice of uh, metta, maybe even with phrases, it doesn't have to be the blue iris. It could be weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones. Just pay attention. Then patch a few words together and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but a doorway into thanks and the silence in which another voice may speak. It doesn't have to be blue iris. It could be weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones. Just pay attention. Then patch a few words together and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but a doorway into thanks and the silence in which another voice may speak. Thank you so much for uh, listening, considering, allowing uh, the talk to have taken this form.